Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. This is the Eagle Hour with Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, and uh, Michael Morgan. Michael back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting live today from Reed Green Coliseum. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, and Michael Morgan's back at the uh, First Bank Studio. Luke and I are here at Reed Green. Of course, it is uh, game day. The WBI Women's Tournament kicks off here tonight when Nichols State and the Southern Miss Lady Eagles uh, tip it off at 6 o'clock. We'll be talking to Coach Shirley McDellis a little later in the show about her matchup tonight against Nichols State. Uh, Jack Duggan, Sports Information Director at USM, is about to join us. First, I want to remind you, though, that today's segment, as always, whether on the road or in the studio, is sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy their fresh meats that are smoked in-house each and every day. And if you have a special event upcoming, you know that Dickey's can always cater it for you. No event too big, too small. But sit back, relax, and let Dickies do the cooking. All right, so it's basketball day today. Men's uh, season finishes last night with a rather surprising uh, loss. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. But right now we've got Jack Duggan here with us. And, uh, Jack, thanks for coming over to the Coliseum. Always a pleasure, Bob. Luke, glad, glad to be on with you. Always glad to have you. Lady Eagles down on the floor getting ready uh, for a shoot-around as we get ready for tonight's ball game. Jack, for listeners that uh, may be more familiar with the NCAA or NIT Women's Tournaments, talk a little bit, if you will, about the WBI tournament uh, that we're going to see here tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is an event that, uh, that uh, it's an invitational, and, and, and the, the, the teams that, that do not get chosen for either the NCAA or the Women's NIT, you know, get a, get an opportunity to play again and play for, you know, for not, for their own national championship. This is a, don't don't kid yourself. This is a national championship. Uh, it's not the NCAA national championship, but uh, uh, you know, it's a chance to still compete. It's a chance for the senior, uh, our our only senior, Megan Brown, to continue her playing career, and and uh, it's 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 a uh, you know an opportunity for them to get some more practices in, especially for the younger kids on the club and. And it's just uh, it's it's it gives our fans a chance this after a turn after a conference tournament for them to see our uh, our women's basketball team at least one more time. Right, this is a young team, one senior. They win seventeen games during the regular season, so I guess just the opportunity to play some more is important. Oh yeah, I would think so. I mean, and it's a team that got rewarded for playing well late in the year. I mean, they they started off. Uh, I think 0-3 to start conference play, and then really came on uh, as the season went on. And, uh, you know, they they were tough first-round loss against North Texas last week in the conference. Close tournament. loss. Yeah, close loss. I mean, it, they were there until the, the final minute. And uh, so uh, it's a team that has played a lot better, and they've matured. 
uh, it's a team that is, has, has shot the ball better down the stretch. And uh, you know, kind of what I say is, is when Shantae Hales goes, this team goes, and she's she's a fun player to watch, and I uh, always enjoy uh, coming out and seeing her play. Yeah, so hopefully there'll be a good crowd here. Yeah, I hope so. We we uh, we encourage our fans to come out. Uh, tickets for tonight's game seven or seven dollars for adults, uh, five dollars for youth. Uh, First, uh, their tip-off is right at 6 o'clock here at Reed Green Coliseum against the team, uh, Nichols uh, team that uh, from Thibodeau, Louisiana, uh, a uh, from uh, a school that, that I actually worked for, believe it or not, for six years in, of my life. And uh, I did uh, four years uh, with the women's basketball program uh, there as well. So that was back in the late 90s. So uh, they, they get a chance to come in here. Uh, they were an NCAA tournament team a year ago. They were a 16th seed. They were the Southland Conference champions. And uh, trust me, they'll be a tough foe for us tonight. Seven bucks for a ticket. You can't even feed Lucas Sonic. No, you really can't. It's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Great point you brought up, Jack. Uh, first time in, in, since 2016-2017 season, there's been a post-game played here at Reed Green. And Bob and I were, were talking about it. Uh, man, the, the vantage points... Here in Reed Green, I brought uh, to the Louisiana Tech men's game, I brought about 15 teenagers. And, man, they ate it up. I mean, we did that closer to the floor, able to, to be in full view. Um, of course, they're like Alvin Kamara making his Reed Green debut. But it's not a bad seat in this in this place. It really isn't. I mean, I usually, when I come, I would usually sit either in the elevated media area or I'll sit up at the top. And, and it's a great view for me, whether you're on the 25th row or you're on the first row and uh, – uh, I tell you what, when you get some people in here, it is it is a loud, festive atmosphere, and uh, we hope you know folks will come out and and, and cheer on uh, uh, the Lady Eagles here, uh, Reed Green tonight. You look at what they've done. Um, never want to correct the uh, sports Info- information director, Bob. Lady Eagles started off zero and five in conference USA. Oh, there you and go. Then, and then they they went won their last eight out of ten games in conference, and so uh, playing right when they when they need to. You, you know, you look at Megan Brown, um, and, and on the men's side, Kevin Holland, redshirt seniors. Yeah. And when, when you talk about a redshirt, uh, in a, and in, in especially NCAA basketball, this is a kid that spent so much time pouring into the program. And, and it is unique, isn't it, to have only one senior? Uh, that is kind of unique, yes. Uh, uh, you, you, get the, you get to have senior day all by your lonesome. Uh, when that comes around, all day about you. Yes, all day about you. In fact, in fact, it was it was Megan Brown week that week uh, uh, of senior of senior day. So we uh, we had tweets all week for Megan, and you know it's kind of special. So, but yeah, you're right. It is unusual um, just to have one senior. But you know, with that, you only lose one, and and so you've got a bunch of young kids that if that have. Matured and they're going to be more experienced right. as we go into next year. We, we always we were joking with Coach McNellis. You know, Bob was uh, the honorary coach for the January third Rice game, and he gave this awesome pregame speech to the Lady Eagles. It just took five games to kick in. They didn't win until January seventeenth. Yes. It was so uh, monumental and so uh, heavy and deep, Jack. Yes, it took that long for it uh, to kick in. And I'm pretty much accepting responsibility for being in this tournament today. Real good. Yeah, I, I think you should. It inspired them. Uh, Jack, men's basketball last Okay. Month. Okay. Guys, uh, go on the road. Uh, you know, we all we all get accustomed to, obviously, being a part of Southern Miss. So, 
Luke and I were kind of talking yesterday amongst ourselves, and we were kind of looking for the Golden Eagles to blow out Longwood. But it didn't turn out that way, and, and not to make an excuse, but you were indicating to us before the game what a difficult journey it was. Well, what it is. You, 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 you only know who you're playing two days before or two-plus days before. Then you gotta you got to figure out your travel plans because you don't have that. That's you know, if you're going to if you're going to Tulane, or you're going to UAB, or you're going, but but you're going to Longwood, which is in Farmville, Virginia. I, I, I don't know where, I, other than the state of Virginia, I don't know where Farmville is. Right. So you got to figure out how you're going to get there, and then and then you know you know there's going to be a plane involved, and and you're going to either have to fly to New Orleans or Gulfport, and so there's an hour hour and a half to two hours on a bus there, and then you you spend a good majority of your day in an airport and then you get there you, you get checked in and then you got to go practice because you got to get you got to get used to the facility and uh and, you know it's a little bit different than, than what we normally play at I, you know it'll probably be similar to what utsa has where where it's 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 more of a gymnasium than it is a coliseum like we have here in hattiesburg and so you got to get used to the to, to the optics and and how how you how you shoot the basketball it might be a little bit different because you got you know, your 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 sight's going to be a little bit different, so you have to, you know, you only have so much time to prepare. Oh, but it was still a great season. Twenty wins. Oh, there's it no was doubt. a tremendous season, and you can't really say enough about the five seniors on that basketball team. No, you can't, and 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 what they've been through, and and just uh, you know, I I was there five years ago when when. Or four years ago, when a lot of those guys were freshmen, and to see how they've matured and how they've grown up, it's it's. I gotta tell you, it, it's 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 a lot of fun. It, it, it's a lot of fun to see their maturation process. Right. I wanted to remind you, Luke, about correcting the sports information director on the air. We won't have any guests if you do that too. No, he was clear with it because <laughs> this is the first time that I think uh, usually Jack corrects me. Okay. Right. So, right. Um, right. It, we we renamed the press box the. Uh, the Jack Duggan honorary yeah. press box. No, that's fine. Is that okay? We did yeah, that. We took now, that you usually only do that after dead people. So it's honorary. It's not memorial. Yeah. No, no. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure how to take that, but uh, get worried if we start calling it the, the uh, yeah. memorial press box. Yeah, so uh, honorary is honorary. Now balls can't kill him. Nothing. No, no. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Jack a little bit about baseball and some other things uh, involving sports information in Southern Miss. We're live at Reed Green Coliseum. We'll be right back with the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're visiting with our buddy Jack Duggan at Reed Green Coliseum uh, on the road today, getting ready for tonight's matchup between the Southern Miss Lady Eagles 
and Nickel State in the opening round of the WBI Invitational Tournament. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark and CampusBookmark.net right across the street from the USM campus. Biggest selection of Southern Miss Apparel anywhere. If you've got an eagle on your list and uh, something special is coming up, you want to check them out at Campus Bookmark or CampusBookmark.net. All right, so we're just a few hours away from the tip-off of tonight's Nickel State uh, Southern Miss uh, Women's Basketball Invitational Game. Uh, Jack, tell us a little bit about uh, about Nickel State University. You, you worked there for a while. Just give our listeners a little insight into that school. Well, it's, uh, it is a uh, it is a a school that was named after a a Confederate colonel who was later a who was later a, uh, a senator in um, in the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And a funny story. You wanted your funny story. I'm about to deliver the funny story. So, so during Civil War, he got his he got his arm and his leg blown off with a with a, a cannon shell. And so, uh, so he you know had a peg leg and a peg arm, I think. And and uh, his platform when he ran for senator in the state of Louisiana was vote for the rest of me. So, oh, wow. so he, he's. The gentleman who the school is named after, uh, it is uh, it is a school that's been around uh, probably 85, 90 years, um, maybe a little longer than that. Uh, they have a very nice cul- culinary institute being in South Louisiana, um, and that's kind of that's kind of their their sort of claim to fame. Is, is there's a chef down in South Louisiana? His name is John Falls, and it's, the, the school is named after him. So, so uh, you know, a lot of kids in it. Uh, Lafouche, Terrebonne, uh, St. Charles Parish, they go, that's kind of the, the school that they go to, uh, uh, in, in South Louisiana. And it was, it was a fun time. Thibodeau was a, is a special place. Uh, I met my wife there, um, and, uh, it was actually, uh, New Year's Eve, 1999. So that's too much information. Yeah. But, there was a uh, song about that party yeah, like it was 1999. 1999. Yeah, well, I didn't party like it was 1999. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So, but it's, it was a great place. I mean, it, you know, it's about 8,000 students, and uh, I still have some friends there. And, uh, you know, I always enjoy my in-laws went down there, so I still get down there about once a year. And much like Luke and I, you out your coverage with the wild. Uh, yeah, so there's no doubt. There's no doubt. That's a sweet gig to be a greater in the Culinary Institute at Nickel State. That would be a pretty yes, good gig. It's, yes. uh, it was, <laughs> let me just tell you, you know, before I went there, I was about 145. <laughs> and uh, I'm not that anymore. So, no, I was never. I don't think. Uh, Maybe I was there. like me. Our campaign slogan would be vote for all of us. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> Lots of vote for us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great place, and uh, they, you know, they're they're in the Southland Conference, and uh, in fact, they they uh, they were in the uh, FCS football playoffs right uh, this past year. They beat uh, University of San Diego in the first round right. uh, with the, our former athletic director Bill McGillis was out in San Diego. So uh, it's a cool place. You know, one one thing that they do down there is you know every year you hear about the Manning Passing Academy. Yeah. That's that's on the Nickel State campus. No, oh, is that right? It's in their stadium. They run they run that there, and they've done that since huh. I guess probably around 2000. And then then also you know Saints Camp was there. The last two years I was at Nickel State, uh, Saints Camp was there during the summer. So uh, 
I, I was able to go into their media room every now and then, back then when you could get newspapers. So right. my my apartment was just right across the street from the football stadium. Mm-hmm. So I would walk across the street and get Sunday newspapers. I'd take them back home. Who doesn't know what we're talking about? Yeah, I, Sunday newspapers. I lived in New Orleans when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Really? I went to the Times speaking here, and there was a line. That was a long time ago. It was about 15 years after the Redskins won their last. <laughs> yes. Game tonight, 6 p.m. Uh, Nichols State 20 and 11, 14 and 4 overall. Let's let's turn the page. Baseball. Okay. Coming off a sweep. Uh, Louisiana Tech. Jack, people are talking about Pete Taylor Magic from Tuesday night, but how big was that sweep this weekend? That's really good. I mean, I tell you what, our kids, we jumped out early. Uh, and then we stayed in front, and and when you and that's what we did in seventeen when we went up there and swept. Is you just got to jump out early, and and you, you know we've got some we've got some really quality arms on our ball club, and 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 they did they did really well. Really, the only runs that we gave them after after Friday night, we sort of gave them to them, and and uh, you know, fortunately we you know when when our top third of our order is going, and that's Montenegro, who's as good of a leadoff guys I've seen here since I've been here. Tremendous play. Um, and then and then if you get Gidry going in the two hole and then Slater going, then that's just gonna open it up for Blaylock, who's been a big that has been a big addition as yeah. well over the last week or so. And and then of course the big and Matt Walner and then and then and then it just keeps carrying over. You got Donaldson who's leads us in doubles and and then if you get you know Bryant Bowen who's gotten a chance and he's been Swinging the bat real well lately, you know, real well. It it, it, it snowballs, right? And, right. and that's that's what happens. And, and you know, I, I think you know, winning breeds winning. And when you say, "Hey, I'm going to win this game," you're going to go out there and you're going to figure out a way to do it. Right. And and that's what that's what we've is, been doing lately. Is there something on Tuesday night when you see three runs posted in the top of the eighth? Is there a switch up there somewhere where you? Or a rope you pull that activates the Pete Taylor magic because they responded in the bottom of the eight. No, no. But you know what? I'll say this. And, and, you know, I said this last week when I was on the air down in Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, you know, good good teams answer. You know, Lafayette answered us every time we scored down there. We did that Friday night uh, after giving up a five spot in the second inning of Louisiana Tech. We did that. Came right back. And and. I tell you what, when you put crooked numbers up every inning, it's tough to beat you. Yeah. And 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 you know we did it. We responded again to United. So I mean, they're they're a fun club to watch. They really are. Uh, um, you know, there's some things that, that they need to get better at. But every team is like that. And I have to tell you that I sat there uh, last was a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. No, what night were they in? Uh, was Wednesday. 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 We did the game. Did a great job. Thank Four you. and a half hours. It was so long that I almost ate the entire half a gallon of Bluebell while I was listening. <laughs> was it Texas Two Step? No, no man. It's it Rocky Road. Okay, fair enough. Nice. Rocky Road. Why would you ever? Why would you ever veer away from that? Old Dominion coming in this weekend. A couple of years ago, really was their breakout year. Thirty-seven wins. Took a step back last year, but we were talking about it before we came on air. Man, they got two good pitchers. They really do. Their Friday and Saturday guys are real good, and you know they're going to come in. You know, after going up there, sweeping them last year. I mean, Salem was phenomenal in Friday night's game, and then we we kind of easily uh, handled them. I think nine four on Saturday, nine two in the getaway day game a year ago, and uh, you know they're going to come in. I mean. They they took two out of three from us back in uh, seventeen, yeah. and that was, I think that was the only series we lost uh, in two thousand and seventeen. So you know, why am I working? 
set out for us. I mean, they they bring in a what two ninety six team batting average. Uh, their team ERA, I think, is two point seven eight, and uh, those are those are pretty good numbers uh, for team for team numbers, especially this time of the year. And uh, just got to continue to, to um, you know play the kind of baseball that, that Scott Barry wants them to play. Six weeks ago, um, if you had looked at this team, and I'd have told you that the bullpen would be the strength. Ah, uh, you know I. Because it is. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how it affects. Yeah, you know what's crazy? It's like you know, I'm in Ruston the other day, and and we, and we go to Keys, and late, I think it was in the Sunday ball game. It may have been Saturday, but it was one of the games we go to Keys, and and, and I go, God, who do we got left? And then I go, Well, we got Hunter Stanley left. <laughs> we got Brand Blaylock left, and then a couple other names came to mind. I go, Oh, we got a lot of arms. <laughs> And and uh, you know certainly we we like to I think improve a little bit in the starting pitching area, but uh, our our relief pitching has been phenomenal this year. It's I really, think the best I've seen in the last. Yeah, oh yeah. There's no question. I mean they've they've been really really good. You look Friday. Walker gives up five runs. Really uncharacteristic. Right. That's what almost goose eggs. You know. Yeah. Still late in the game. Well, that's what it's been most of the year. Here's what I think too that uh, we're now really beginning to see the impact of Coach Oz. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's just his second year, and I think that uh, we don't talk about it a lot, but I think he's a huge addition to the program. Uh, he, he is. He's done a great job. I, you know, here's here's the thing. You know, we didn't we haven't mentioned this at all. You know, from Tuesday night. You know, the one the one subglaring stat from the other night. If you look at the pitching numbers. Zero walks. Yep. Yeah. That's zero a, that's walks. A big difference. You're yeah. right about and, that. And uh, you know we had less than 200 walks only for the third time in the last 20 years or so. And and you know his I think his goal is, is three strikeouts over one walk. And yeah. you know and I think they've walked 56 maybe, mm-hmm. but none of those have been intentional. And is so, there anything more frustrating? We'll, we'll not correct that statistic. Yeah, no, 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 you corrected me and Jack <laughs> yeah, the first thirty minutes of the show. I gotta do, I've got to really, I've got to do this. I have to be right on. Luke's correcting me. We would have to cut him out next time. He's gotten on both of us since we've been here. It's that music I hear. That is, all right. Well, Jack, listen, we appreciate you very much, man. We've compensated Jack Douglas oh, officially uh, for his appearance on the Eagle Hour, and you know you're always well. Thank you. I was hoping it was going to be a Dickie's, a Dickie's uh, meal, but this is this is a close second. It's a close second. Jack Duncan, everybody on the Eagle Hour. We'll be back more from Reed Green Coliseum. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back live at Reed Green Coliseum on the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. Getting ready for tonight's 6 p.m. game between the Lady Eagles and Nickel State in the first round of the Women's Basketball Invitational. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Michael Mergens producing back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by... 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Check them out. Great food. 
great summer Southern Miss memorabilia everywhere. We're live here at Reed Green. We've got to take the old left-hander the next time. Yeah, we will. And we appreciate Jack coming on always top-notch and, and always uh, – Happy to uh, to come on the show. He's always got a good story. Whoever he does, he's always got a good story. Love for the other half of me. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So last night, the men uh, season came to a close. Uh, just really a game, uh, Bob. Uh, other than zero to zero and twenty nine to twenty four, Eagles just were were never in. I think the biggest thing that surprised me, Luke, uh, more than really than the score was that the Golden Eagles were out-rebounded and they gave up so many points. Those were the two things that had carried the team all year, their strength on the boards and their tenaciousness defensively. And both of those things just unexplainably seemed to be gone. Early on, uh, you could tell. I'm I'm not saying at all that Longwood was more uh, happy to be there. I'm not saying that because... All of our guys appeared to be, you know, thankful for the opportunity to play one more game. But there was a couple of times you saw Longwood out hustle us on some loose balls. Um, but here's the story again. Really, the last four out of five games, Eagles have lost. The opponents have shot over 50%. I mean, here's the thing Longwood shoots 53.5% from three point land last night. Um, I'm sorry, they shot, they shot uh, better than that. They shot 58% in the second half, 53 for the night. When a team does that, I mean, there's just sometimes in basketball where you just have to salute them. You look at what what Southern Miss did. 18 three-point shots. Yeah. I mean, at 18 to 34, we were 10 to 29. We only shot less than 42% from the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was telling you we were setting up here. It's one of those nights where early on you just say, it's not our night. It's not going to be our night. I was telling you, when I was about 10 years old, I was sitting around a campfire and it was in 1995, I think I was 12. We were playing St. Bonaventure in the NIT. And, man, I remember listening to Coxie. I was sitting uh, was sitting outside Soso, Mississippi at my dad's farm, and we got down like 20 in the first half. And I remember sitting there just as a 12-year-old just saying, it's in the pit of your stomach. It ain't our night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we pulled back and lost by like seven. That's the exact same. It was a 36-year-old last night. That's the exact same feeling I had in the pits of my stomach. It ain't our night. I had that memory many years ago when at football, uh, Jim Carmody was the coach, and we were playing Kentucky. And, you know, we were pretty good back in those days. And I thought, oh, Kentucky, you know, they're not that good. We're going to go crush them. And uh, it was the opposite. So, you, you know, you just, you don't know. Uh, yeah, I watched the Golden Eagles in the, in the Conference USA tournament. And listen, Marshall was bombing three-point shots, 17 of them. Yeah. And the Golden Eagles were able to overcome that, but they overcame it with rebounds. Right. And they didn't rebound. Out rebounded 34-27. Looking forward to uh, to next year. Gabe Watson goes 7 for 11 last night and uh, scores 17. I know, Coach. So. I know. Somebody is walking up these stairs. I uh, come up says your team is down here doing their uh, shoot-around and getting ready for the tournament. Take you a minute if you need it, Coach. Just take you a minute. I understand, Coach. I walk up those stairs. I think I'm going to die. It's just terrible. It's terrible. Happy to have joining us as she puts on her headset, the head coach of the Lady Eagles, Joy Lee McNellis. What's up, Coach? Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on. And you know what? I told our girls, there's a first for everything. We are so excited that you all are with us here. Yeah. courtside. Yeah. You're not out on some back 40. You're right here at courtside. Thank you, guys. Oh, this is a big night, Coach. Uh, We're really happy for your team. Uh, 
And you've only got one senior on this team, so how when you get a chance to play again and, and hopefully continue to play, how big is that for the young kids? You know, it, it is. It's a great opportunity for them to be able to play in an environment that's winning in advance. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we sat down with our players and we talked about winning state championships. We talked about winning regional championships, winning district championships. And, you know, there's very few of those on our team that's won a state championship. So the preparation to understand that is is very difficult. Mm -hmm. If you've never been in that environment, you don't know how to prepare for it. And so we talked about that a lot when in the Conference USA tournament. And we're going through a book. It's Jeff Jansen, which is a guy out in Arizona that works with a lot of the college teams, every sport, on championship culture. And so we started that actually this week. And each of them has talked about where they are. And of our 13 players, when they explain to us where they are mentally is they don't really understand how to prepare mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, physically, we prepare them. We talk to them mentally. We bring in, we have a great group on campus with uh, Lauren Langford on our campus here that does, we call it mental health training, uh, with our players talking about fear, anxiety, those kind of things, and it's everyday life, studies basketball, whatever it may be. And they had worked with them and helping them. But just to understand the mental side of preparation. Mm -hmm. So we've tried to do that this week in going through this with them a little bit every day to help them prepare Mm -hmm. for this win and advance atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So it's a great opportunity. I'm very thankful for our administration in doing it, uh, giving us this opportunity. I'm very thankful for the WBI and inviting us to be a part of it. Jack, Jack Duggan brought up the point with his last. He said, this is a national championship. It is. It is. Uh, it is it a is. national competition that ends in a championship. It is. And uh, that's what we told them. There will be only three people at the end of this month, mm. starting the month of April, that will be champions. Right, yes. And it will be the WBI, the WNIT, and the NCAA. And the coach from Rice, women's basketball coach, two years ago, they won the WBI. And last year they were in the NIT. And now they were ranked in the top 25, played in the NCAA, played in the NCAA tournament. And she did a video when she sent it to our team. And she talked about how her team did not want to play in the WBI when they were picked and how she had to go through a process with them so they could understand the importance of winning a championship, mm-hmm. kind of like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And she had a very young team. And she said, she told our players, she said, please understand. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. Not many people get a chance to play for a championship, yeah. and you're getting to play for one. Right. You didn't get an easy opener, did you? No, Nichols State's good. I'm going to tell you, they, Doobie Plaisant uh, actually worked for Coach James here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doobie was a grad assistant here. I've known Doobie for a long time. Does a great job. She totally turned that Nichols program around and has made them a winner. Um, they are a very good basketball team. They have, they're led by Cassidy Burroughs. Uh, Cassidy is a senior player for them. It's been a first team all conference player her entire career there, uh, at Nichols in the Southland. They run, what makes them so good, what I believe, is they run a weird funky defense, as I call it. Mm-hmm. It is a matchup defense. I've talked to 
Coach Hill and I have been involved in the preparation. We're the ones that have done the scouting for this. And uh, we've talked to – they've played five teams that we have played. And we've talked to all those coaches. And uh, they beat UTEP at UTEP. They played two lane to a close ball game. Uh, and we've talked to those coaches. And in talking to those coaches, they, they have said, Joy, don't try to figure out the rules of their matchup because there's no rules. Mm. It is just a weird defense. It is very difficult. Throw your zone offenses out the window because they're not going to work. You need to figure out what man offenses are going to hit the holes of that matchup. So what we have done, Coach Hill and I have gone through 30 of their games, all 30, and we have found offenses that we run in our man sets that opponents have run and how they have been able to score. We've done a lot of studying on it to try to be able to use the sets that we have for tonight's game that we will give us an opportunity to put our players in position to hit a shot. It's interesting that you say that. How, how much of that happens behind the scenes that coaches get advice from other coaches about common opponents? Yeah, it happens. Uh, you know, now some coaches have um, agreements. Like, say, if you were coaching at Select and I was coaching at Wild and we're buddies, we may have an agreement that says, hey, we're not going to tell anybody, any of our opponents about each other because we're buddies. Some people have that. But as a whole, most coaches share information with each other. I had a coach today text me during film and said, hey, I forgot to tell you this, in a late clock they're going to run this. So mm-hmm. get ready for it. Helps to have friends, coach. It does help to have friends, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. And lots of them. Yeah, it does sure help. Does. We've had to to really spend time on that. We're about to hit a break. You need to go back down with your team? Yes. Okay. Thanks for hanging. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll talk about this Lady Eagle Golf Club when we get back. Hey, I appreciate it. I hope we have a great crowd. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Coach. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank head coach Joy Lee McNellis for joining us as Bob and I are live at Reed Green Coliseum. Coach McNellis back on the floor now directing her Lady Eagles as they have a walkthrough before tonight's WBI first round matchup against Nickel State. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Carter's Jewelry located in Petal, Mississippi. Go see them in Petal or online at Carter's Jewelry. Dot com. Tell you what, it's cool to be here today, Bob. It's really neat, man. We're sitting up here at the top of the Coliseum and watching the uh, girls down there practicing and getting ready for the ball game tonight. And uh, it's just fun, isn't it? It is. And the, and the place, you know, got to give your tip of hat to the school. They renovated, in many ways, the basketball arena during the off season, and a lot of fresh paint and some new things and 
I think that this may not be the palladial palace that some schools have, but I'll tell you what, this is a neat basketball arena, and this is a heck of an atmosphere. If you, if you want to watch a basketball game, there, there's no bad angle here. No. I got a, I got a buddy, Bill Broadhead Mendenhall. He intentionally sits in the corner. Um, I can tell you where he sits. I can point and tell you where he sits. And, uh, you know, I think we might get in trouble saying this on the air. You know, you're not supposed to sit in these chairbacks unless right. you – Chairbacks are nice, too, Bob. Uh, Coach Manelis gave us uh, some flyers we want to make sure and people know about the Lady Eagle Golf Classic, which is April 26th at the Cane Break Country Club Golf Course. Uh, it's an opportunity. Uh, tea time starts at 1 p.m. It's an opportunity, of course, to uh, raise uh, money for uh, the basketball program. And, and uh, yeah, 1 p.m. shotgun start on Friday afternoon. Need to register by Friday, April nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, you can call uh, the the basketball office at six zero one two six 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 four four four. Again, that is the Lady Eagle Golf Classic, April twenty sixth at Cambridge. Hey, let me remind everybody: uh, we're going to start taking this show on the road more and more. We are going to give you some dates here in the next uh, few days. We're going to be at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Nacho. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to Ramey's Motors in uh, Purvis and do the show there. And, uh, you know, hey, we can bring the show to your place of business, too. You can reach out to our uh, sales department, and uh, those guys can hook you up. And Luke and I will show up. We love doing it at restaurants. Just love doing it at restaurants, don't we, Luke? Yeah, we will help your business because we will promote your product. We will probably give a six-star review on a five-star scale to your food. You look at this uh, Women's Basketball Invitational. 16 teams, uh, North Texas also in it, um, their ladies. Southern Miss, if they were to beat Nichols tonight at 6 p.m., they would play the winner of North Alabama and Georgia State that uh, play tonight at 6 p.m. also. Some more names, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, Marshall. So three Conference USA teams in this, Utah State, Tennessee Tech, Akron. Again, um, don't make light of it. It's an opportunity to win a championship, postseason play back in Reed Green. Well, that's right. And and the, the chances of having another game here, should the Lady Eagles win tonight, could depend in part on how many of you fans show up tonight and support this game. So, you know, if you've been coming to basketball all year, then certainly you'd need to come here tonight and support these kids. And if you haven't, this is a good opportunity for 7 bucks for you to come support the basketball yeah. team and enjoy some postseason basketball. It's Division One college basketball. 20-win team coming in here tonight. Nickel State's won 20 games this year. So uh, I expect this to be a really exciting, competitive game, Luke. It will, and, and it's simply because they uh, they may not have played each other, but they know each other because they, they have friends in the, uh, the coaching business together. And that's an interesting concept, uh, that defense that Coach McNeil was talking about, that Nichols is going to run. And, of course, all that scouting that she did, you know, that it's really no pressure, Shante, but Shante <laughs> and we're looking, we're, we're looking down and, and uh, at this Lady Eagle team. Shante Hills, of course, uh, the floor general. Uh, but another opportunity for Megan Brown to play at home and, and right. as the lone senior on this Golden Eagles. Right. When you look at Shantae Hale, she's she's not very big. I mean, she's a heck of a basketball player, but I don't know, Luke. She may be the smallest player on the team. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she's listed at 5'6", and I think we've been told before she's 5'4". Yeah, that's but a I'll tell you what, multiple games this year, she's put up 30-plus points, and everything's going to, uh, to revolve around her tonight, her scoring, her getting the ball um, in places. Uh, but you, you, you're in this uh, coliseum. You're looking up. We're on 
we are on the north side, so all the Lady Eagle banners above us, the WNIT, the NCAA, uh, the conference championships, the Metro Conference championships, and you look across the way and you see those banners, Janice Felder, K. James, M.K. Turk, Ladner, Weatherspoon, Rivon. You see, uh, man, it is. I can remember growing up being in this place and watching Wisby and Spoon Dunk, Keys and Fisher play. Right. Janice Felder, you know, lights out. It's a special place uh, for me personally. And, and hopefully another chapter tonight, Lady Eagles get a postseason win against Nicholas. A lot of great memories, a lot of great games that's taking place here in this building, no question about it. I want to remind you also that you can hear the show now, uh, the podcast version of the show, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, Coach McNellis was asking us about On Demand. It's available on demand at supertalk.fm. So uh, a lot of ways to listen to the Eagle Hour, and we appreciate everybody that does. All right, that wraps it up from Reed Green Coliseum. Been fun, Luke. Thanks yeah, been. Over here. yeah. Back in the studios tomorrow, Patrick McGee will join us. Uh, we've also got another good guest. I can name slips my mind, but uh, we'll have a good full show tomorrow. Uh, and we always thank you for tuning in and listening. Back tomorrow at 1. And until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the Talk Mississippi Media Production.